Welcome to the Rima Worship Center Sermons Podcast. We're here to help you know God, walk in freedom, serve others, and equip leaders. Our sermons are preached by Anthony Bauman, our senior pastor, or by one of our ministers or guest speakers. Each week, we'll provide spiritual guidance and insight that will help you to journey closer with the Lord. So join us today and be a part of something special, a community of faith, hope, and love. about uh, this, uh, this message. And, you know, I think it's a misconception sometimes that, uh, that people think that when you get up here, you know exactly what's going to happen. You know exactly what the Lord is going to do. Uh, you know exactly how this is going to go. And sometimes that's right. But this is not one of those times. This is not one of those times. I don't know what the Lord is going to do today. I don't know what, what He's going to bring out, but I'm excited because, because the next thing that God does is always better than what God did. Can I get an amen, somebody? And so I'm excited. Acts chapter 3, we'll start in verse number 1. Acts chapter 3, starting in verse 1. If you would stand for the reading of God's Word today. Acts chapter 3, starting in verse 1, it says, Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. But then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up immediately to his feet. And his feet and his ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. I want to point out here that he did not get up stumbling. He did not get up with little strength. He got up and he was leaping and jumping and excited about going into the house of God. And he was leaping and jumping at the miracle that had happened. I want to point out to you the miracle that had happened because he was lame from birth. He was lame from birth. He did not have the muscles. He did not have the things that we have where we can leap and we can jump and we can run. He did not have those things. So when Peter looked at him and said, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk, he leapt up, he ran into the temple, and he was leaping and jumping. Today, I want to talk to you on the 
subject of the claim I hold. The claim I hold. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you so much for the time that you have allowed us to have to gather into your presence, into your house. And Lord, I thank you for what you're going to do in this house today. It's in the precious name of Jesus that we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. The claim I hold. Peter and John were going up to the temple. And there was this man that people would put in front of the temple. That people would put in front of the temple at the gate called Beautiful. And he couldn't make it into the temple. But what he did was the people that would go into the temple, he would beg for money. He would beg for things. When Peter and John walked by him, Peter stopped and saw this man begging and said, in modern times, look at me, look me in the eye. And he said, I don't have silver or gold, but what I do have, I give to you. I don't have silver or gold. I don't have the things that you are begging for, but I have something that you need. I don't have silver or gold, but I do hold something that you've been wanting for your entire life. You just don't know it. I hold something in me. I claim hold of something in me that you've been wanting your entire life. And you didn't even know it. What you thought you wanted was silver and gold. But what you really needed was Jesus. You just thought that you wanted some silver or gold, but silver and gold would not make that man walk. Silver and gold would not cure that man of his disease. Silver and gold will not do anything for you in your life. But the name of Jesus, when you claim the name of Jesus over things in your life, that's when it gets real. So today, I want to talk to you about the name of Jesus. Number one, the name of Jesus has the power to heal. When we speak the name of Jesus, we are not tapping into our own power. We are tapping into a power that heals and restores. We are not tapping into power that we possess. We're tapping into power that raised a man from the dead. We're, ra- we're, we're tapping into a power that healed the lame, that made the deaf hear, that made the lame walk, that, that made the blind see. We're tapping into a power that we we don't have, but that we can have through Jesus. In Isaiah 53 and 5, it says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And this right here gives us hope. And it says, By 
his stripes, we are healed. By his stripes, we are healed. Are you dealing with a physical ailment today? Are you saying, huh, I just cannot do this anymore? Are you dealing with that today? The stripes of Jesus are just as powerful today as they were back then. By his stripes, you are healed. The name of Jesus gives us healing. The name of Jesus gives us boldness and authority. Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Paul, uh, actually, they were, uh, they were um, looking at the Sanhedrin in front of them. Not in Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 4. They were looking at the Sanhedrin in front of them. They were, they were in front of people that could absolutely put them to death. And they look at them. And they start praying. And they say, now Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness that they may speak your word. By stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. They're looking at people that could absolutely sentence them to death. And yet they do not pray to be delivered they do not pray to just disappear. They don't even pray for justice. What they pray for is boldness. To be bold before people. To be bold for Jesus. The name of Jesus gives you boldness. To proclaim the name of Jesus where you may never think that you can claim it. When you're at work and everyone is, is just talking trash. When you're at school and everyone is, is, is just, just like, they, they, they go to practice on Wednesday nights no matter what church does. They, they have games in, 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 uh, on Sundays and you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be at the house of God. He gives boldness to proclaim his word. He gives boldness to stand up and say, I may be in this world, but I'm not of this world. The name of Jesus brings healing. He brings boldness. The name of Jesus brings peace and comfort. How how valuable is your peace to you? How valuable is your peace to you? When you think of peace, usually people say peace and quiet, right? I'm just going to go and get some peace and quiet. Sometimes when you've got a toddler, you think that a lot. 
I just need some peace and quiet. <laughs> Sometimes you think you need to cast something out of your toddler because they're, anyway. Sometimes you look at your toddler and you're like, if I say Jesus, I'm sure it's going to streak. <laughs> Sometimes you look at, Jesus! <laughs> they're looking at you like, Dada? It's all right. But the name of Jesus brings peace and comfort. The name of Jesus brings peace and comfort to our souls. In John 14 and 27, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And then Philippians 4 and 7, it says that he gives peace that passes all understanding. So when everything is going wrong, when your foundation is shaking, when things are just absolutely going the wrong way, proclaim the name of Jesus. Stop where you are. Stop what you're doing and just proclaim the name of Jesus. And say, and say, I don't care what my situations look like. I don't care who just called me on the phone and gave me the worst news. I don't care what just happened. Jesus will take care of this. You were not created for the wilderness. You were not created to worry about it. You were created for surrender. So many times when something comes to us and something happens in our lives, we think, I'm going to take care of this. But it starts becoming heavier and heavier and heavier the longer that we carry it. When Jesus is sitting there going, I am right here. I'm not, I'm not impressed by your strength. I'm not impressed by the t- amount of time that you can hold this and carry it. Because I can take care of this. If you would just give it to me, if you would just let it go, if you would just give it to me, I will exchange it for my peace. You give me your worry, I'll exchange it for peace. And that's a deal you just can't beat. If there was a God with a better deal, I'd probably, I'd probably follow him. But he gives peace and comfort for our worry and stress. And it doesn't matter what it's about. The power of Jesus' name heals. It gives comfort. It gives boldness and authority. And just like we sang earlier, the name of Jesus is the name above Every other name. Every other name. The name of cancer. The name of depression. The name of stress. The name of worry. The the name of losing your job. The name of, of anything that you can think of. That name is above that. So when things come upon me, When things happen, 
I just have to invoke the name of Jesus. The enemy may try to hit you with something, but the name of Jesus is above that one too. The name of Jesus also gives us access to the Father. In John 16, 23 and 24, Jesus says, Truly I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. That's why I love starting my prayers with this. Because I can see, I can see foundations shaking. I can see atmospheres ripping open when you just say, Father, in the name of Jesus. I can see angels just, just swooping in to say, what do we need to do? I can see the Father bending His ear towards me. I can see Jesus going, I died for that one. Dad, He's praying. When I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I can go to Him not as an orphan that is begging, not as a person who is just lost. I can go to him as joint heirs with Jesus. And it's only by that name that I have access to the Father. When you can say, Father, in the name of Jesus, you can see atmospheres ripping open you can, see, you can see spiritual warfare happening in the spiritual realms. And you can see all that splitting and you having direct access to the Father. That's powerful, y'all. That's powerful. And last but certainly not least, the power of Jesus has the power to save has the power to save salvation is found in no one else for there is no name under heaven given that mankind by, uh, given to mankind by which we may be saved but the name of Jesus i cannot i can't i can't pray to candy over here and ask her to save me. I can't, I can't ask Pam to save me. They wouldn't know where to start. And honestly, if they knew my past and, and knew how much of a sinner and a failure I was, they'd probably run away screaming and be like, there is no hope for you. But Jesus knows every ounce of my being Jesus knows the exact hair on my head. He knows everything in my past. And yet he still died for me. And yet he still endured a most painful death for me. He endured a cross. A week earlier, the, the 
people were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. And then a week later, they're saying, crucify him. He carried a cross up a mountain. They laid him down on that cross. They, they put nails in his hands and through his feet. And he stayed there. And he died. He was bleeding already from the stripes on his back, from the wounds on his head. And he was bleeding and he was dying. And while he was doing it, he lifted himself up to catch a breath to say, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. And he died. They took him down. They put him in a borrowed grave. But three days later, he defeated death, hell, and the grave when he arose from the dead. And he not only arose from the dead, he then appeared to his disciples and then appeared to a multiple, uh, multitude more. And he handed them the power. Did he hand them the power of keys? Did, they, did he hand them the power of a bracelet? What, what did they hand him? They, he, he handed them the power of his name. He said, it's through my name that you will receive power. It's through my Holy Spirit that will come upon you not many days from now that you will receive power not only to witness, but you will also receive power of my name to heal, to be set free, to be comforted, and everything else. And it's through my power that you can do it. Everyone stand, if you will. What do you need to invoke the name of Jesus over in your life today? What is that thing that has been hanging on for so long that you need to invoke the name of Jesus? Do you need comfort today? Do you need peace in a certain situation? Do you need healing for something that's going on in your body? What do you need today? Maybe you need the name of Jesus to save you. Say, I've been going to church forever. I've been, I've been, I've been going to church here and there. Well, going to church doesn't make you a Christian even more, any more than standing in a garage makes you a car. So do you need to call on the name of Jesus for the first time and say, Jesus, I need you to save me. I need you to save me. I want to be a child of God. I want that intimate relationship that only comes through you. What do you need today to invoke the name of Jesus on? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus... Lord, just the mention of that name 
makes demons tremble. Hell gets nervous. Plans of the enemy shatter. Peace is spoken and given out. Healing happens just under the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, thank you for your son. Thank you for the ability to say his name, just to mention the powerful name of Jesus. Thank you. Now, God, I pray for the people in this house and the people that are listening or watching, Lord, that they would have the boldness to invoke the name of Jesus in their life. Maybe it's a secret sin that they've been pushing down for years and years and years. I pray that they invoke the name of Jesus. And that the, 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 the walls that they have built come crumbling down. Lord, maybe they need saving. Lord, I pray that you will meet them where they are. And Lord, that they will find you. Lord, maybe they need healing. Lord, I pray that you will touch their body from the head to the feet. Lord, and we claim that by Jesus' stripes we are healed. Not we could be healed, not we might be healed, but Lord, we are healed. And we claim complete healing. We claim complete freedom. We claim a peace that passes all understanding. We claim the name of Jesus. And it is in that name that we pray. Thanks for joining us for this week's sermon podcast from Rima Worship Center. We hope that you've been inspired and challenged to grow in your faith. Come on out to our church in Odenville and join us for a Sunday service. You can find out more about what we're up to and listen to other sermons on our website, myremaworship.com.